How hard is it for you to accept who you are? Do you look in the mirror and see something that others don't? Who are your role models for how you want to look? Tonight, we discuss body image, self-esteem, and much more on Real Girlfriends Across America when we talk about how good can I look? Welcome to the Real Girlfriends Across America podcast. I am Annie, and I'm your host tonight. Real Girlfriends Across America is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We are broadcasting this podcast Sunday through Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time and 9 p.m. Eastern time. We always want to hear from you. We're always looking for fresh topics to discuss. Tonight, I've got Destiny, Corinne, and Tawanda on the line with me, and we're going to talk about some self-esteem and body image issues and what all that kind of means. So first, I would like to start with Destiny. Some of the factors that I, that I looked up and I saw that lead to people to have bad body image and low self-esteem include health issues, depression, trauma from your past, eating disorders, is there anything else, Destiny, that you can add to that, or do you have anything specifically that has led to to your struggles with self esteem and body image? Um. Well. Um. I mean, I have um, definitely um, being in a wheelchair. I have my my weight issue. Um. But also for me, I struggle with um, self-esteem and body image just, you know, because I can't see. So it's it's a daily struggle for me every single day. Well, you know what? I have to tell you how much I appreciate every time that you call in and how honest you are. Um, I'm a pretty honest person myself, so I respect that in you. And I appreciate you being able to share these things with people because it does make a difference. There's a lot of people out yeah, there that think they can't do things, you know, and, and it's awesome that you help us out with that. What about you, Tawanda? What? What you say? What you say? I'm so sorry. Hold on. I was like, what is that? Thing? Yeah, what is that? Like, oh, what's that? I'm, what, so, what I'm so sorry. You know, my TV, is, <laughs> it talks to me since I can't see it. So, oh, you know, I told it to go on mute. Go <laughs> oh, I thought I was losing my mind for a minute there. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Tawanda, I want you to tell me about a situation Um that like a boss or another person, an individual made you question your self-esteem and lowered your, you know, lowered your self-worth. 
is there somewhere in your past or a good story you can tell us that that happened to you? Absolutely. I remember when I was in, and and everything is about growth, maturity, and association. I remember when I was in the fifth grade, there was this girl that used to bully me. And she and I used to be really, really skinny when I was younger. She's like, you're skinny, you're black, and you're ugly. And, and she used to bully me, and I was so – the school I went to at the time had fifth and sixth grade. She bullied me the whole year, and I used to just go in the corner and just cry privately. And then when the year, school year ended, my sixth grade year, I was so happy until school got ready to end because I knew I was going to the next grade, and I had a fear of being able to see this girl again. And lo and behold, my – my seventh grade year, she was in eighth grade, and the school was only seventh and eighth grade. And um, she began to bully me again. And then she started calling me Alice the Goon and blah, blah, blah. And I, and, and out of all the people in the school, this is the only person I had bullied me. And I, it, it, it made me feel bad about myself. And one day, <laughs> it definitely wasn't a big guy because it sure was me. And she said, hey, Alice the Goon, you're ugly, you're bad, you're skinny, da, da, da. And I said, who are you talking to? Because you ain't talking to me. And I just kind of like blew up at her. And she was uh-huh. so shocked and so surprised, but she never bullied me again. But I never liked yeah. her. Even even over 20 years later, I see this girl, and she, and she was really a very unattractive girl and still is. And I was like, was I letting this girl talk to me like that? But, yeah, it really killed my self-esteem, and it made me wonder, like, am I really what she says and blah, blah, blah? So, yeah, I always right. hated bullies. I definitely was bullying myself. And yet it messed up my self-esteem and confidence. Absolutely. I have a question. So in that situation, I mean, I know it was a while ago, but was there one specific thing or a couple of specific things that you changed about yourself because of how bad she made you feel? Like, did you know at, some people about change hair? Oh, yeah, I, I understand. At that time, I really, at that time, I was a coward. So I would say, unfortunately, no. I took it, and I was a coward, and I was embarrassed, and I was ashamed. And then the next year when she went to the seventh grade, I was in the sixth, I was glad that she was going. I never dealt with it. And even after um, when I was in seventh grade and I kind of blew up at her, I I didn't deal with it. I didn't even really understand it because I just thought that, you know, what she said probably was true. And then later when I started having better associations and understanding and wanting to look better and do things, do certain things, then my confidence began to build, but um, but no, unfortunately, I didn't do anything to help myself then, other than just blow up at her. And when she left me alone, I was just really so happy. But I didn't really, because I don't think I understood that I needed to or that I could. You know, that's the hard part. You know, as kids, we don't have the tools to deal with that kind of stuff. So you know, it's, that's what makes bullying such a really just a shitty thing, honestly, because most of these kids that get bullied, they don't have anything in their in their past or history that can help them deal with it. And most of the time. They're so embarrassed by what's going on, and they think they've done something wrong, so they don't even tell people. Mm-hmm. So true. So, Corinne, what about you? Why don't you tell us a story? Um, I think with, uh, with me and the self-confidence thing, I think that I was always conflicted just because I would hear I was ugly just as many times as I heard I was pretty. Um, so then after a while, you're like, well, which one is true? Um, and then I remember um, when I was in middle school, um, this guy, well, first this girl <laughs> went up to me, and she's like, do you think so-and-so is, is cute? And I'm like, you know, nonchalant. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, nothing wrong with him. 
So I'm not paying her no attention. And then, so she goes and she tells uh, the guy, I'm like, oh, Corinne thinks you're cute. And I was like, I didn't say that. So he comes up to me, because I had very long hair at the time. He's like, if you, uh, and I always wore it in a ponytail. He's like, if you wear your hair out, get contact. Um, what else did he say? Oh, put some makeup on and maybe, just uh, maybe I'll date you. And oh, you were a freaking kid? <laughs> yeah, we were in middle school. Wow. So did, did you find yourself changing things specifically about yourself because of that? And what was it? Um, you know what? I, I, <laughs> all those things is is funny, ironic. I, I guess I have done those things, but before he even said it, I had already was thinking those things. So, uh, like, yeah. I needed to do those things or whatever to to look better. Um. So when he said it, it was like, okay, well, I already knew that. So it was like, whatever. Um. But I, yeah, I guess like with me, um, it. <laughs> It's it's just a weird thing because um like my first profession I would say um was modeling so it's very shallow and everything is based on what you look like um and at the end of the day sometimes I'm like it really doesn't matter what I think it matters about what's going to sell so right. yeah with me is a little it's conflicting nice. Hey, Destiny, what about you? Do you have a specific story to share with us? Um, no, I don't have anything specific. Um, I got bullied a lot in school, too, of course, because I couldn't see. Um, and I actually um, made it kind of seem like could, I guess, because I always used to wear um, little tiny glasses to make me, you know, not so different than everybody else. But um, I got called four eyes at least least 50,000 times a day. And um, it hurt because eventually I started thinking that, you know, I was, I had four eyes, so it hurt. But um, yeah. well, you're a beautiful girl. I promise you that. Thank you. <laughs> so for me, I'll share a little story. Um, the biggest pressure I ever had when I was growing up was from my biological mom. She she liked to drink, and uh, she wasn't the nicest person to me. I was a huge overachiever, and it was one of those things where I could never do enough to to make her happy. Um, I was senior class president. I was I always played sports since I was four. I started soccer when I was four. I played volleyball, basketball, soft, anything to keep me busy during the seasons and get the hell out of the house for sure. So when I went to college my first my first time, <laughs> my first attempt at college, I was going to play soccer for the college and I hyperextended my knee two weeks into the uh, season and I ended up being an immobilizer for three months. The first three months, and it was winter. And by the point I got out of it, it was awful. Um, so I gained a lot of weight. And the pressure from, you know, I'd always been so active, the pressure from my mother about that and, like, then just my self-esteem just went so low because I was my first year in college and I had gained all this weight. I couldn't, I couldn't barely walk around. I was on crutches all, you know. And, uh, and so I actually suffered about with, uh, with an eating disorder uh, because of that. The, you know, the pressure got to me and, and I thought that, you know, I don't even know. I can't really tell you what happened or why. 
Um, but I definitely was, was a fell subject to the binge and purge. And uh, it was, it was a really hard to thing get, to get over. I had to go to counseling for it. Um, but not before, you know, it, it did a number on my, on my self-esteem for sure. Um, so it's kind of crazy. Like they say, you know, the pressure can always come from parents, from your peers, even the media, um, culture around us, and then, you know, traumatic things from your past. And, uh, that's why I think it's so important how we always talk about who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. 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 So, seeing that I'm talking about getting pressure from the media and culture, I'm curious to know what you guys think about the transformation. Do you think that we've shifted in the media to be more acceptable of the, of the not so tiny bodies and the people that are different? I mean, I know that I've seen it. I've seen the difference. But do you think it's enough? Do you think it it is ha- really happened at all? Um, what are your thoughts about that, Corinne? Why don't you tell me? Tawanda, are you there? I am. What about you, honey? Can I'm you hear that? I think we might have lost Corinne. Yeah, absolutely. You know, basically, I think that the media is still the media. It's really up to individual people. Me, myself, you know, like in reference to the story that you just shared, I definitely hate to hear that you went through that, but I also know that you grew through it, and now you're able to talk about it, which is going to be a blessing to someone else. Me, as a as a woman that's not a size two, you know, yeah, you you can look on television, you can look on the media, you can see um, all these different type shows. With me, I I have to say, hey, be who you are for one, be confident, and do whatever you got to do, even if you're going to be the source some to stick out, because of course. If you look at certain types of shows, you can even look at the real and say, okay, you got this one, this one, this one, and you got the one in the middle, that's, that's the bigger one. Okay, that is, that's what it is. So now that you know that, now what? You understand what I'm saying? After people get no, a little shock or something different, then what? So that's what we have to do because I don't I don't think the media per se has gotten better. I think the people that are actually getting on, um, like myself, for example, we're just doing it. I know I was in a class right. one time, and we were having to do videos and do all this different stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's not really what I do. And I'm like, ah, but the world is waiting for me. So screw everybody else because right. mine's going to be dynamic, <laughs> period. So that's, it's about confidence. It's about building your esteem. And it's about doing what you have to do regardless of what the mainstream says or looks like. Right. No, I absolutely agree. And thank you for the compliment. You know, um, I'm a pretty honest person. And uh, the Real Girlfriends Across America has has given me this opportunity to hopefully help some other people, and I wouldn't I wouldn't wish some of the pain I've been through on anyone. And so, if we can share our stories, and someone out there is listening, and it helps them, um, you know, they can always reach out to us too. Anybody who's in trouble or wants to talk, you can reach out to us in any way possible through our email. And there's a lot of good women here that would love to help. That's right. That's right. Is Corinne back yet? Nope, I think she's gone. So, Destiny, what about you? What is your thoughts about, um, you know, the media and culture around she, you? She's back. Uh, the oh, is she back now? <laughs> yeah, she's back. Also. She's on mute. Her phone went oh, off in okay. time. Okay, well. She'll be ready after Destiny. Destiny. Okay, Destiny, go. <laughs> um, So, I could almost get a what, um... Tawanda said, I definitely don't think the media has gotten better, but I think with um, it's all about, you know, who you surround yourself. And as long as 
we surround ourselves with positivity. Like, I know that you guys have, like, oh, my God, changed my outlook on life. Well, thank you. We hope, I was like, is she singing, playing music for us? We're going to start a dance party. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't me. Yeah, that was oh, my no, phone. I'm sorry. The game oh. had volume. I apologize. <laughs> Don't, hey, you know what? This is the perfect uh, example of the fact that mistakes happen, and it's what we do with the situation that changes it. And, you know, we're all still yeah. learning, and we're still trying to work together. Um, there's a lot of women to have on one phone call, so I think we do pretty darn good considering. <laughs> Me too. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> just let's not have to share a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! You know you know if we ever we were talking about that house, there better be a bathroom for everybody. <laughs> you better believe that! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so Corinne, can yeah. you hear me, honey? I can. I'm sorry, my phone was not unmuting. No. <laughs> okay, I was like, is she there? And your number wasn't there, so I'm glad you're back. Uh, I was curious what your opinion is. Um, if you heard the question about have we shifted to a yeah. more acceptable. Bo- on the media and culture do you think that it's just uh you know smoke over the eyes they only do it when they have to type of thing or what's your opinion on that um no i I definitely think that things have changed i think that um the world is more accepting of people of all sizes and shapes um i remember somebody came up to me and me and my friend were having a conversation and they just so happened to be walking behind us and i'm a slimmer uh, framed and she's she's not much bigger than me but she has more you know curves and um we were talking and the guy just came up from behind us and was like oh you're out and he's talking about me he was like yeah people don't want to see stuff like see what you got going on they want to see more bodies like hers and I was like yeah she's beautiful I'm like but he didn't need to downgrade me <laughs> in the process but yeah I think that absolutely um, absolutely uh, yeah, the yeah. world is shifting, and, and they're looking, you know, it's more accepting that you have a little curves and, and things of that nature. You know, another thing, too, like, I have a lot of tattoos, and um, I've had tattoos for a while now, and I started getting them when I was 18 years old, and I've noticed a shift in the acceptance of that, and I know Tawanda and I are going to be hitting on that on our live show that we've got starting soon. That's one of our topics, huh, Tawanda? Yeah, I can't wait to talk about because I don't have not one tattoo. Well, that's going to be. Oh, I have two. <laughs> oh, you don't? You, how many you got, Corinne? Two. Yeah, two. I think I'm the only person with no tattoos. Like, everybody has tattoos. Yeah. I'm a big chicken. Well, I don't want pain. It, you know what? Pain is gain. It's not that bad. I have 12. I, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's not I bad. Have it's like five. Corinne, mm. one of these nights we'll get her out with a glass of wine and she'll never knew what hit her. <laughs> with me it was just all about sitting still like that was the only problem I had was just sitting still so they didn't mess up yeah so my next question is going to be involving the negative effects of body image so I was reading about this you know I always like to bring up stuff when I'm researching this because there's so many things that pop up I would never think of and it's funny because it's like a vicious cycle when um it says the negative effects of body image can be caused by emotional distress, low self-esteem, unhealthy dieting habits, anxiety, 
depression, eating disorders, drug use, social withdrawal and isolation. So it's like a vicious cycle. One can cause more of the other. So if you're the lower your self-esteem and the, you know, the image of your body and, and your disapproval of yourself, the more likely you are to increase these bad habits, which are more likely to increase your bad self-esteem. So what I want to know is have any of you ever isolated yourself because of the way you look and got yourself in stuck in a rut, you know, in one of these ruts where you feel bad about yourself or somebody made you feel bad about yourself or you just, who knows? Give me a, give me a story about when you've isolated yourself and, uh, and then I want to know how did you get out of it. I, I can start. This is D. I said Corinne too, right at time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, a time when I, I isolated myself because of the way that I looked. Um, I was going through a depression um, after my mother um, passed away. And um, I had just moved to, I moved, I relocated from um, Massachusetts to Georgia. Um, and when I was uh, leaving, basically, I just had a suitcase. So I didn't have much. And I'm used to having a lot of, like, you know, closets full of clothes and shoes and stuff like that. So that alone was hard for me um, to downsize in such a way. And then going down south, not having, you know, much money at the beginning, and um, just being depressed and not, you know, being able to maybe make, I was like, I was working, but I was delegating a lot of stuff just so I didn't have to actually put in any effort. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I stayed home a lot during that time, and I stayed in bed, and I didn't go anywhere. And my suit was like I didn't look, you know, good enough, and I didn't want to embarrass my husband at the time. So, yeah, it was a, it was a lot. Well, thank you for sharing that story. Who wants to go next? Thanks. How about you, Destiny? Um, well, um, yeah, I, I've definitely isolated myself. Um, I went through a depression, too. I usually go to, oh, karaoke concerts, just anything about music and um I actually um this whole um pandemic thing started right after I said I would move in with my husband and his family. So I definitely isolated myself because none of them um I mean, they're they're all older than me. Um, his mom's definitely older than me, so I definitely got a little depressed. Like she doesn't she doesn't like to do anything that I like to do, and also just for the fact that everyone around me could see and I couldn't, and just music is what helped me not feel so so alone in all this so I I definitely did a really big isolation I love that you're able to find that in music you know I do I I, you and I I told you this before I'm you know me and my family are huge on music we love we love uh 
I didn't have a TV for a couple of years. I didn't even own a TV for about two years. Uh, I just got one for my birthday in April, actually. <laughs> so um, don't get me wrong. I like Netflix and everything, but, um, you know, some situations happen. You know, you guys know I've been through some stuff this past few years. And so it was just one of those things like, oh, TV, I don't really need it. You know, I don't have the money to spend on it, so I can live without it. And, you know, and because of that, I learned that I could paint and I learned that, um, you know, I learned a lot more music and opened my mind to, to all these different artists that are able to put their work out now because of uh, because of the internet. You know, but before I find out about Tawanda and what um, it, when she isolated herself, I was going to mention when I had both my daughters. After I had both of my daughters, uh, I gained a lot of weight with both of my daughters when I was pregnant, um, and I was at about 242 pounds when I after I left the hospital with my second daughter. I just, it took me months. It took me over a year to lose all that weight. And it was a lot of walking and I was doing freaking Tybo, you know, with girl big back then out in the living room, kicking and kickboxing and and stuff with the dog barking at me. And um, I didn't even want to wear a bathing suit. I didn't want to go anywhere that I could wear shorts or a tank top and I'm a short tank top wear girl, you know? (laughs) So that was a pretty crappy feeling because you want to be happy about this bundle of joy that you have. But, but because of the way other people look at you, it makes you not not grasp that joy in life. What about you, Tawanda? You got a story for us when you isolated yourself? Oh my gosh! Well, you know what? I actually do. Um, I always have a story, good, bad, different. <laughs> but I don't have to say. <laughs> you know, like you talked about, like just different things. As long as we live, we gonna learn. We are gonna go through something, and um. So, yeah, I would have to say it was one time after uh, a not good breakup, and I just kind of was like, what in the hell happened? And that was definitely a long period of isolation while I was trying to figure it out because sometimes, you know, even though you have, like, I just got a text just now, someone said, hey, you know, I'm really going through something. The best way for me sometimes to go through something is to process it, and I like to do it by myself. And I know sometimes, you know, when you have friends, friends get offended because, you know, friends want to be there for you. But I think we should be here for people according to what they want and what they need. You know what I'm saying? So after that relationship ended, I needed time for myself. And it was a a lot longer than I anticipated and a lot longer than my friends appreciated. But I I needed to process some stuff because um, it was a unique situation. So that that was one time um, that I can think of. Probably one, I probably had three significant times, but that was definitely one after a breakup where I isolated. it. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, I want to hear at least one of those other stories because now i got to know. So we'll be right back, guys. Hello, this is Corinne, and here's your training news story for today. Recently, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek had jokingly made a comment that he would choose Betty White to replace him as host. He would choose Betty because she's younger and funnier. Trebek, who turns 80 today, said he has no plans of retiring, even though he is battling with stage 4 cancer. He has been the host of Jeopardy! since 1984 and is contracted to complete his contract until 2022. That's it for today's story. Now back to you.
Are you enjoying the show? Help us bring more great content to you by donating. Every bit helps. You can donate to us by visiting our Patreon page. You can go to www.patreon.com and search for Real Girlfriends Across America to support the show. Or you can donate to us by visiting our Anchor page. You can visit www.anchor.fm and search for us by searching Real Girlfriends Across America. We appreciate the donation. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back. So, Tawanda, did you pick which one of your two stories you're going to let us know about? No, what's this question right here? (laughs) You said you had three stories that you could have told, and you only picked one of them before with (laughs) isolation. (laughs) I can't tell them all. We got to come back for the next time. That was was a significant one. That was like a year-type situation, so that was pretty, pretty significant. More significant than probably the others. They're all very bad. (laughs) Oh, you know, I wasn't trying to downplay it. I just love to hear your stories so I can Ah! tease you about them later. (laughs) I am curious if anybody else has anything else they want to share about the isolation process or anything that, you know, any stories that that stand out. Because if not, we're going to move on to our next question. So, Corinne, I want to know who your role model. <laughs> Who are your role models, or or just one role model that you could say is a person that that helps you with your self esteem and your body image? It could be somebody famous, it could be somebody in your life, but I want to know who that is and why they are your role model. What do they do specifically that makes you respect them and and want to you know want to be more like them in that respect? Mm, that's a, a good question. Um. I don't know if I look at anyone as like a role model. Um, maybe um, I admire people. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm I'm just trying to think of one person. I guess. Um, I, I guess like the first thing that just popped in my head was Rihanna. I feel like she don't get to find you know crap about. Um, what people think she just do herself. She's unapologetic for being herself, and you know she just be out playing these streets. I guess so. Yeah, I think she's inspiring in that aspect. Okay, Destiny. What about you? Who's one of your role models, and why? Um. Hmm. Um. I'd probably say. Um. Well, for one, I definitely, definitely say my husband, um, he's really um, the one who, you know, helps me through all my issues. But I'd also have to say um, my best friend, JJ, um, because she's also, I mean, she's also blind, so she can't see either. And it really helps me to know that I'm not the only one that's going through this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, hun? Who are your role models? I've, I've actually been blessed to have several, several, several role models. 
the first I will start with my grandmother who has actually passed away a very long time ago. But the wisdom and the things that she said to me and put in my life is still ringing even today, even though she passed in 1994. Like I was saying the other day when you were talking about a fall from grace, you know, of yes. course my parents were very disappointed with me, but with my grandma, she what she said to me impacted me forever, and that was over 20 years ago. And um, so she dropped so much knowledge. I'm still quoting things a day, and even my aunts were like, Oh, yeah, Mama did say that. God, you remember that? So wise, so wise, so wise. Definitely a role model. I actually had a um, a very good friend that passed away well a couple of years ago. She was my success mentor, and she was so wise, so sharp. She used to tell me, man, your heart, you, you, you love to help people too much, or you got to help yourself. So she used to always work with me on don't be a pushover because, you know, you like to help people. People get over on you. Like they say, a good heart yeah. be in, but she taught me so much about business. Like probably she probably one of the first ones that taught me a lot when it came to business. And in reference to just thinking about different celebrities, people that I follow that I actually like, I love um like Mary J. Blige. I love music for one, and uh, I, I like Mary oh, yeah. J. Blige. You know, I follow her. I look. And not only do I love her music, she's a she's a woman that's been in the struggle and she's still moving on. So. I like her yep. work ethic. Um, I love, of course, Michelle Obama, just in the excellence of not just a smart, ambitious woman, but also a woman, a strong woman who's with a strong man, and they, they, they're they able to coexist together. You know what I'm saying? And I, no, I, I can absolutely. go on and on and so many people. But I, I will, I will no, lastly say no, that's that's awesome. Scott, you know what? I, I wanted this. I want a list. And if you, any of you other girls think of more, you need to put it out there because, oh, yeah, I, hey. I love strength, and I love – smart people and I like people that don't make excuses even like with the Duchess with her you know her married man marrying her husband and them going through so many obstacles and them them leaving and, and starting their own chapter like I respect that I just love her right. modesty her humility you know what I'm saying like I, I, oh, yeah. I mean there's so many different people that I I like real people point blank I like real I like people who, even if it's a celebrity like if I could if I could sit and talk to her today I feel like these people are really real and down to earth but I've been blessed to have so many people pass through my life and really affect my life forever and uh, and all I can do is pay it forward because I can I can never pay them back I can just pay it forward and be a blessing to someone else absolutely any of you other ladies have another uh, role model you want to add in there you know it's hard it's hard for me to pick you said so many good people and I'm going to sound like a crazy person when I say this but one of my main role models is, is talking in the ma- matter of famous women um, is Angelina Jolie uh, just because that woman you know she's made mistakes publicly she's made up for those mistakes she's she's continued to hold her head high and do what she's got to do um, but she's philanthropic she's you know I just I've always really admired how with all of this stuff that she went through and she's made mistakes that a lot of us have made or that you know she's a real person and she's done it in front of the world and she still kept her head you know her head held high and moved forward and I just really I've always admired that about her and Queen Latifah is another one that I've just always loved. Um, you know, I saw her in concert years and years ago. She's been around a long time in my life. And Queen Latifah has always just been a big um, woman role model in my life. So the next thing is I found She's a legend, that, too. Love her. Yes, yes she is. <laughs> Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is I found these 10 steps. You know, I like to list off lists and talk about them. Um, 
it's, you know, self-help to, to help us look at ourselves in a little bit of a, a brighter light or uh, to maybe push up our self-esteem. There's some things you can practice doing to assist with that. So the first one is to appreciate what your body can do. So how about you, Corinne? Tell me something good about your body that you can appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Let me try to think of something. PG thirteen. Um, my brain. I, I, my brain. I, I'm about to. I'm about to text you something. You can tell me, um, Corinne. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna stick with my brain. I can appreciate my brain. Um. <laughs> I, <laughs> um I'm creative. I'm gonna say. You said your body. Um, my brain is my body. Without my brain, so, I cannot hustle. Without my brain, I can't create things. Without my brain, I can't think of ways to manipulate and all that other good stuff. Right. Really quickly, I see that we have a caller come in with uh, area code 408. Hello, hello. Yes, hello. Who's this? Yeah, this is Craig. How you doing? How you doing? Hi, Craig. How are you? I'm doing good. I, I heard you say something about the brain being the most beautiful part or the most important part of the body. And well, I, no, I, I was asking, that. I was asking Corinne uh, what she, what she wanted liked most about her, uh, appreciated most about herself that you know, we're building stuff. Yeah, the brain is the motherboard. You know, that's, the, uh, that's the thing you want to take care of. And I guess the only way to take care of your brain would be to um, eat good, sleep, and exercise. So if you're doing those things, things are definitely going to improve. Right. So let me ask you, Craig, was there something that uh, moved you to call in? Did you want to, you want to share something specific with us? I just, so, somebody I don't know. needs to go on mute, I, though. Oh, my gosh, go on mute. There we go. Everybody, okay. I was just, I was just curious. We don't always have um, gentlemen call into this show, so I was just curious if something moved you to call in, and if there was something specific you wanted to share with us. Well, I just, I just have, I have girls too, you know, and I, and I invested in my yes. girls, so I just have, I have a lot to say, and I have a lot, I have a lot of uh, things to, um, to. Um, compliment the women because I understand that their position is, is more than what people can see, you know, and that the more that, that the women do that people don't become aware of, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, it's like, it's not fair, if you will. Right. No, I, we appreciate you saying that, you know, I think it's really wonderful that you're taking uh you said you have daughters. Yeah. And I think it's really important, especially in these times that we're living in, that, that dads are taking responsibility like that and, and trying to look at things from a different perspective because sometimes I think the macho man can get in the way, you know? Yeah, it's 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 a problem. It's an ego problem. And a lot of times we have to form, form our words. And before we speak our words, we need to taste. And if they need a little salt, which gives a little flavor to what we're saying so that when, when they leave our lips, <laughs> They hit the they hit the ears of people, and the ears are listening because it tastes good, so they're able to receive that. And 
that will go inside of a person and do something in that person. And then when that comes out of the person, they're going to see a difference between what they were thinking and saying before and something has changed. And that's what we're trying to do is get the change to happen. Right. Of course. Well, that's what we're all trying to do too. You know, that's the whole, the whole idea of real girlfriends across America is, is uh, getting a movement forward on everybody loving each other a little more and uh, being a little bit kinder to each other. Right. Tawanda. You got it, my sister. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so the next step, the first one I I said was appreciate what your body can do. The second step is to take a piece of paper and a pen and write down the top ten list of the things you like about yourself. So, Destiny, why don't you give me two things you like about yourself, girl? Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> that's a really. I mean. Not that it's a hard question. It's just kind of hard right now. Um, I guess I like that I'm I'm so into music. Um, I actually I love that about myself um, uh-huh. that I can sing and just have fun and laugh and whatever. Um, I also really really like the fact that I usually don't I usually don't let things bring me down like even though I can't can't see can't walk I usually don't don't let it bring me down don't let it depress me um I'm still out doing you know what I need to do so those I probably love that most about myself that's awesome. And you know what you need to add to that list is bravery and courage because, like I said, getting on here and sharing about, about the, you know, the things that you've been through is not an easy task. You know, um, just because I'm able, I'm able to be on here and, and say these things doesn't mean that it, it's not hard for me either um, because, yeah. I, you know, I've suffered, I've suffered through a lot of embarrassment. I've, I've made an ass out of myself many times. And, you know, there's oh, a lot of people too. out there that I hope I have the opportunity to apologize to someday because I, I did things out of, you know, either pure, you know, sometimes we're just so embarrassed that we just run, right? Like you're in a situation and you just yeah. cut out because you don't deal with it anymore and you don't feel like you're good enough for it. So <laughs> the next one is remind yourself that true beauty is not only skin deep. So, how about you, Craig? You said that you've got daughters. What What would you tell your daughters if uh, if you were dealing with some kind of you know, situation in their school or something? Have you had that happen to you before? How? What kind of words do you use to to pep them up a little? As far as what? What was the, as far as what again? So I was just saying that we need to remind ourselves that true beauty is not only skin deep. So if you said you have yeah. daughters, I know that could be a challenge because especially if they're yeah. in high school or school still. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I and I always I always uh reiterated with my kids that feelings are very important, uh, especially when you're having a relationship with people outside of yourself. But first and foremost, for you, um, you know, when you're, when you're with somebody, your feelings are going to become very powerful. Maybe they're saying something or they're doing something that causes your feelings to be really powerful. Well, I told her, those are your special feelings. They're not just, they're not to to share with just anybody. That's only for a special person. 
So right. I think if we teach if we teach our children to take responsibility for their feelings, then they're going to enjoy the benefits of the actions that will be uh, present in, in in the doing part of it. That's good. Thank you for that. All right, Tawanda, what about you? You got anything to add on that? No, I definitely agree. And really, I just wanted to say to him, I'm I'm so glad that he dialed in, and the fact that he has girls and he's looking for different ways to to you know, empower, encourage, and support them. Like, I'm I'm just overjoyed. Um, I, I love that. You know, I, I know I think it's pretty awesome. We've had a couple uh, guys call in now, and I think that that's great. Uh, it, it's yes. really nice to have them. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> it, it is. I mean, this, you know, there's not, women and men wouldn't be anywhere without each other. So it's nice to have people that can call in and, and actually care enough to, to be part of these conversations with us. So thank you, Absolutely. Craig. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Corinne. Oh, sorry. Corinne, you're going to be the next one to tell me. Uh, I want to know between looking at yourself as a whole, what do you think that means? And do you think, do you think that you can categorize yourself in just one, in one category or does your whole mean a lot, whole lot more than that? No, I think I'm a whole lot more than that. Um, I definitely think that everyone is complicated, and I definitely think that I'm a complicated person. Um, I think that it's more important to be a beautiful person opposed to being, uh, like, an attractive person or, like, because I strive to be a beautiful person. So when I say that, I strive to do what's right. I try to treat people the way that I want to be treated. And I try to, you know, be kind to everyone. That's awesome. We all, you know, we we really do all. I know I say it a lot, and I'm going to keep repeating it because we really need to be better to each other. (laughs) Exactly. All right. (laughs) The next one is one that we talk about all the time. Of course, number five is surround yourself with positive people. We probably don't have to fit in on too much on that because we talk about it pretty much every day that we're on here. (laughs) Number six is important, though. Shutting down negative voices and thoughts in your own head and others' mouths. Mm. So, Destiny, what do you think about that? How do you, if if you hear something, like I know I've personally overheard people talking crap about me before and when your stomach sinks and you just feel awful about yourself, you know, um, how do you shut down those thoughts? What do you do? Um, so, um, I'll just sing. I'll just I'll just put on a good song and sing and whoever doesn't like it well then they can keep all they want because I'll blast my head so. <laughs> See, for me I I literally I'm gonna be honest I'll probably overanalyze overthink and uh, do that for quite some time maybe lose some sleep and then after that I've just moved for move past it I give it I give it some time I grieve it and then I have to move on. Um, I'm just too much of a anxiety ridden person to not have, to not address it at all. So <laughs> I got to be crazy about it a little bit before I let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Just a little. <laughs> hey, Corinne, what do you do to um, get those negative thoughts out of your head? And clear uh, mind? Other than vodka, um, <laughs> I, I guess just like, uh, reassuring myself that you know, it's the opposite of whatever negative thought that I may be having at the time. Did you say other than vodka? <laughs> yes, yes. 
orange juice and cranberry at the house, and then you and then you just tell them. Yeah, those are great mixers. Pineapple juice. Yep. Sweetness, of course. (laughs) So, hey, Tawanda, the next point that they made was that um, wearing comfortable clothes that help you feel good about yourself will make a big difference in your self-image and your self-esteem. So what do you think about that? I personally feel like some people do, um, like I know I had this issue when I, you know, after I said when I was 242 pounds after I was pregnant with my daughter and I would, I would wear clothes that were way too big for me um, and they were baggy because I was so worried about my roles. And, uh, and I just remember being out in public and being so embarrassed about that. And, and it's, it was an awful feeling, you know? Um, so what do you think? What, uh, what's your ideas on that? Well, that that definitely makes sense. I'm just a different type of breed of a person, and when I gained weight and I realized it wasn't really going anywhere, I just became a nudist because I said, hey, if I can look in the mirror and be okay with me, then I'll be okay. I remember going, and I'm just being honest because I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to cover up because I I don't like clothes already. So I started going places. I know um, I would go like to the beach, for example, and I'd be covered up and I have friends. They're like, Oh girl, let it hang out and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no. And then one day I think I might've had that. Well, probably not cranberry and whatever our friend was drinking, but I probably got something to kind of get me together. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Because they, I, I got to live with me. And, um, that's what I did. I just started wearing less and, um, being comfortable in my own skin. That's why I always ask people about the show called dating naked. And guess what? Everybody can do this. Everybody shouldn't do this. I'm just talking about for me because I'm I'm very free spirited right. and I like to live in my yeah. truth and I like to be who I am and be confident and be comfortable and less is better. Okay, very nice. I I definitely I just I like I said I wear tank tops and shorts everywhere I go. Living in Phoenix, it's pretty freaking hot here. So um, yeah, less is better here too. <laughs> So we have a couple more here. Number eight is to become a critical viewer of social and media messages. So, hey, Craig, what do you think as, as uh, does it, do you ever think when you're watching TV and you're seeing these women out in the media, like the Kardashians and whoever else out there that, that your daughters might be looking up to um, or wanting to be like, how do you, how do you deal with that? Do you, do you allow them to, but try to talk to them? No, no. Um, matter of fact, I'm glad you asked that because that's a very important thing that you're bringing up. And I just want to bring some attention to to area that is in direct line with what you're talking about. And this 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 thing that you're talking about is is when it, when it, when a baby's born, right? You get to put your love into that child, and then and then you're you know you get from zero to like maybe seven years old, right? They're like a pile of wet cement, you know, they're like, they're like, you know, you can put everything you want that child to know in there, but then it gets a little, a little, uh, uh, hardness to it. You know what I mean? And so what, what's happening is, is that you have to teach your child the difference between what's right and wrong, because you know that your child's going to be an adult someday and be responsible for its own actions. So you don't want to teach your child conflicting lessons by saying one thing and doing another, because then when that child becomes responsible for its action, life's going to come at it and it's going to beat that child up. So you'll have those kind of issues if you're not careful about how you do this. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. I'm so glad I picked that question for you then. (laughs) Well, yeah, Um, thank you. 
Uh, the last two we got to talk about is number nine, do something nice for yourself. Simple things like taking a nap, taking a bubble bath, reading a book, uh, you know, getting that special coffee that you like, even though you can't afford it or you shouldn't buy it. Um, it's important that we do something nice for ourselves because it is, it, it you know, we, we deal with a lot of, of bullshit in, in some days, don't we, ladies and, and gents? Um, mm-hmm. Especially with everything going on these days. And if we forget to treat ourselves, it's very easy to get stuck in this rut and just feel worse and worse about yourself. Like, nothing worse than when I, I looked in the mirror this morning and my eyebrows had gotten out of control. And I was like, how did this <laughs> even happen? <laughs> so... The last one is use your time and energy not worrying about food, calories, and help others. So when you're, catch, you're caught up in, in some nonsense and you're feeling shitty about yourself, they say the best thing to do is go out and help someone else. So, if you're, you know, go and volunteer at a homeless shelter because I can guarantee you one of my lowest times of self-esteem was when I was homeless um, and people didn't look at you very nicely no matter how cute you are, you know. And, uh, and so – Go out there and check out the other way some people are living, and it might give you a little bit of humility uh, to realize that your life isn't that bad. You know, there's there's usually someone who's who's going through something worse at every given moment, you know. But it's important for us to remember that we have everything we need in each moment because I'm alive and I'm here and I'm I'm healthy right now, and that's everything I need in all reality. So we only have a few minutes left, you guys. Does anybody else have anything else they'd like to share before we wrap it up today? Like it. Um, this is Kawanda. I love to quickly comment. You're right. You're right. You're right. I have dedicated my life to service and helping others, and it always reminds you and keeps you humble. There's a song that I love that Life Jennings sings, and it says it could have been worse. And I always listen to it, and I remind myself because no matter what you're going through in life, it could have been worse. And I got to say this really, really quickly. I work with people in prison, and I had a guy one time with a life sentence without parole, and he'll never get out. He'll die in prison. He can't even get his conviction overturned. And he said, people say, oh, man, you're in, you're in a bad situation. And he told me a story, and he said, you know, you think you're in a bad situation. He said, remember a guy that didn't have any shoes on? And he said, man, I don't have nothing. I don't even have shoes on. And then he eventually ran to a guy that had no feet. He said, well, at least I didn't have shoes, but I got feet. Someone can always be worse. <laughs> exactly. Well, you no, know what? That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I got I to say something. I got 17 years behind those walls, those great prison walls. You know, I spent 17 years incarcerated, you know. And uh, so I have a, I have an understanding of, of what that's like. You know, oh, wow. And all that. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a rough I, road. I'd love you know, for you to share your story. Dial back in so I can get your information. I'd love yeah. you to share your uh, story. Well, you got my that number like, here. I, Just go ahead and jot You can write it down. I don't have your number. Me. Can somebody get his number? Well. I got it. I got it. Okay. 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 Thank you. That's my direct line. So if you want to call me directly, that's that'd be fine. Absolutely. I'll put you a text so you can have my number. Absolutely. I love to hear your story yeah, and share it with our yeah, members cool. and family. It's pretty great because, yeah, cool, you know, cool. we do have some live shows coming up and we have a lot of really great topics and a lot of them have to do with things like felonies and, and living past your past huh? and, and the traumatic things we've been through and how we change our lives and move on from that and don't <laughs> allow people to judge us anymore. Right. It's, 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 look at the rehabilitation is an art form that I love and I enjoy doing it. So I'm more than happy to be a part of something that's positive. You know what I mean? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Um, tonight, uh, 
tonight was a really good talk, and I'm so I'm so appreciative every time you guys call in and spend some time with me. Tomorrow we're going to be back. Kareen will be hosting, and she's actually going to be talking about the importance of self-esteem. So it's going to be a little bit of an extension of a little bit of what we talked about. So please call back in and let's and uh, support Kareen tomorrow night. Don't forget that we're here Sunday through Thursday, Ooh. 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I will be back hosting Sunday. I can't wait to see you guys, hear you guys. Have a peaceful, prosperous night, my friends. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of The Real Girlfriends Across America. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're here Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. EDT time or 6 p.m. PDT time. Make sure you tune in on all of our platforms and that's anywhere where podcasts are being played. Make sure you visit us at www.realgirlfriend.org or on Instagram at realgirlfriend7, that's the number 7, Twitter at realgirlfriend7, or on our Facebook page at Real Girlfriends Across America. We can't wait to chat with you next. And until next time, have a great and awesome day. You too. Good night. Good night.